Hi again, Medical Education Podcast listeners. This is Kevin Eva, the Editor-in-Chief of the Journal. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with Brian Hanrahan, who's a board-certified physician in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, certified in epilepsy and clinical neurophysiology, and is Assistant Program Director of the Neurology Residency at St. Luke's University Health Network. Brian and his colleagues have a paper coming out in the July 2021 issue of medical education entitled, You Never Forget Your First? Question mark. Impact of Interview Timing on Institutional Rank Order. Those of you who haven't heard Brian's name before will soon learn that he's an expert at all things podcast, having done this for many different groups before. So, so Brian, I'm uh, glad to have the chance to chat with you. Pleasure's all mine, Kevin. Thank you for having me. I looked forward to it because this is a very unique look at the factors that influence decision-making in terms of who enters residency. For the sake of listeners who aren't in Canada or the U.S., probably helps to ask you to start with a bit of context and explain how the matching process works to decide who comes into your programs. Yeah, I can definitely go over that. So many decades ago, the United States decided that they wanted to create a system that led to a better ability for applicants for residencies, of, you know, physicians, to figure out where they're going to complete their training. And it was actually Roth, the gentleman who made the Roth IRA, helped create this algorithm that is being utilized now for the past several years to help future residents in medicine go to a place where the institution they apply to also thinks that they have a good match. So what happens is, in a nutshell, applicants for residency will interview at, you know, let's say 10 programs, and then they'll rank those 10 programs based on the program they felt fit best with their career goals or fit geographically or personality-wise. And in turn, the institution also creates a rank list of all the applicants they interview on a individual interview season. They then compare these two rank lists and come up with the best fits for both places. And again, in the interest of helping others understand how competitive this process is, I think it's more extreme in the U.S. and there's even up here in Canada. But when you say they may apply to 10 places, that's not an exaggeration at all, is it? That's actually a bit of an underestimate in terms of how broadly people might engage with trying to find the right fit. Yeah, and that number is actually probably even in the mid to upper teens now. You know, with the COVID pandemic, the interview season for 2020, 2021 was all done virtually. So it really kind of opened up the door for people to interview in geographical regions they probably would have never been able to from financial perspective, because it costs thousands of dollars to be able to commute to places, whether you're on the East Coast or West Coast of the United States. So a lot of programs ended up interviewing a larger number of applicants for that year to make sure that they are still getting the appropriate number of uh, applicants so they make sure they have all the positions filled. And from the program side, I know it's highly variable across school and across specialty, but what would your representation be in terms of how many applicants the school might interview to fill a given number of spots? I think a lot of programs, depending on how prestigious they are, it can range from 10 to 15. And I think some programs are even higher. So if you have, for example, four resident positions, you'd probably interview 60 to 80. And then extrapolate that for programs that are even larger, like internal medicine, which could be you know several dozen per class. 
And so given all the things that might impact upon the validity or value of the interviews that are being done, what made you turn your mind to this question of sequence or who got interviewed when? Yeah, that is a great question. So I will say that I was not the one that came up with the idea of this project. My co-author, Chad Carlson, from the University of Wisconsin, was the one that got me interested in this. He presented data at his institution, since he is the program director there, showing this kind of correlation with interview date and rank position by the institution. The data wasn't, you know, that large because it was only a single institution, but I saw this presented at AAN about two or three years ago, and I really kind of brought the idea of extrapolating this to several other institutions to see if this correlates at many different places. So that's kind of where we started and then where we matured over time. And you clearly succeeded at that because it's quite a large uh, sample and multi-institutional study that you gathered. Do you mind describing what you were able to pull together and how you could make sure that you had a cohesive data set when you're putting things together over so many years and from so many different institutions? Yeah, it definitely required a lot of patience and a lot of work around with a lot of other programs. So we had a total of five different institutions involved in this program, which totaled to a total number of 31 different interview seasons amongst them. The deal is we had to get IRB approval at each institution and then collect data from each institution regarding the interview season, how many applicants were interviewed, and when each applicant was interviewed in that season, as well as what they ended up being ranked. And again, this is not what the applicant ranked the program, but in actually what the program ranked the applicant. There are two obvious methodological issues that one would need to overcome to do a study like this. So one being that I presume the way in which people were interviewed wasn't stable over the course of that 31 years at any given institution, let alone differences between them. But also the question of when the interview is confounded with some other variable, like is there reason to believe that the best applicants are recruited first and therefore get the earlier slots or vice versa? How did you grapple with the data or the question in order to try to make sure that you had a clear look at the issue that you were really interested in? Yeah, this is definitely a very tough obstacle to overcome. You know, a lot of programs feel that their interview season has a lot of secrets that they aren't really willing to share for other people because they don't want to share what their secret sauces of how they identify good candidates. Fortunately, since we had de-identified the programs, you know, we did identify the five programs that were involved in the project, but not what their associated data was. Everyone that was involved was very comfortable with sharing kind of how they recruited applicants and how they invited them throughout the year. And was there any concern then about the risk that the rank order reflected something other than bias, for lack of a better word, coming out of the interview process itself? Yeah, you know, some programs that were involved in this project preferentially offered earlier interview dates to the applicants they found the most appealing, but many programs did not do that. And interestingly, what we found was even in the programs that did have that kind of tiered invitation or a selective invitation process, there still was a statistical difference in the average rank from the first interview day to the second interview day. So you'd think that even if you're inviting the highest caliber applicants that are the most appealing to you, and you offer them the first three interview day positions, 
you should have a relatively even average applicant rank for all three of those days, but we did not see that. And I was going to ask you directly about the effect that you observed, uh, recognizing fully that the way I'm asking these questions probably gives it away. And you just indicated yourself that it was a descending ranking with time. Do you mind just taking a second to elaborate on the full scope of your data so that listeners can get a better sense of what we're alluding to? Yeah, absolutely. So in our data set, we kind of organize each relative interview day into five positions, first, second, middle interviews second to last and last. And we compared the average applicant rank to those five interview positions. So what we found was from the first interview day, the average applicant rank was 46%. And when you compare that to the last interview day, the average applicant rank was at the 57th percentile in the overall group. So there was about an 11% difference in applicant rank when you compare the people that were interviewed on the first day to those that were interviewed on the last day. And so given your data and the reading you've done and your own experience, what do you attribute the gap to? Uh, There's probably multiple different things. I do think that there is an interview fatigue that everyone experiences. And many programs kind of, when they create their applicant rank lists, they kind of start with the beginning of the interview season and start with the people they like the best and then put people from the rest of the interview season, you know, into that rank list that was created at the beginning. And because of that, I think that initial placement of those people in that rank list may bias you from pushing them down and having people maybe later in the interview season replace that position. And Brian, what about the applicants? We've been talking for the most part about the school rank ordering the individuals, uh, given that that's the data you have. But what are the implications for those who are trying to get into those programs? Yeah, so this is, I think, very valuable for the future applicants into medicine. Or many applicants who go through the interview season will kind of have three tiers of programs that they apply for. Their comfort zone programs, the ones that they think are a good fit, and then a couple of reach programs. And let's say you really wanted to go to one of these reach programs that maybe your credentials may not get you there. It's kind of up in the air. What can you do? I would probably recommend that you probably want to interview there as soon as possible and maybe try your best to get that first interview date. And given the imperfect clarity, but that reasonable hypothesis, what do you advise programs to do? They obviously need to start somewhere. It won't be impossible to interview everybody in in a single day. How might they avoid inappropriately biasing early applicants as opposed to preferentially selecting the better ones who happen to come early? Yeah, definitely. So many programs, I think, have their own system of how they try to objectify the subjective experience of the interview. You know, a lot of programs kind of create a numerical score for the interview session, maybe to individual aspects of the interview, like professionalism, you know, if they were a good fit, if there's a geographical tie to the area, there's a lot of things that go into that equation. So trying to objectify the subjective experience is what many programs do. And then I really do think that there is probably a best way to create the rank list at the end when you're actually looking at all the applicants. You know, I think any future research on this subject might want to look into that a little bit further to see if there's any insight into how different programs create their rank lists and how that may relate or not relate to the temporal relationship of these interview dates. So 
As a final question, recognizing that there's a lot more to do, what is the next step for you? What do you think you most need to know now that you've identified this to give you greater clarity as to what changes are warranted? Yeah. So this is a discussion that, you know, our co-authors are starting to have now, you know, what can we build on uh, upon this? Because, you know, we had five institutions involved. There's, I think, 160 plus neurology residencies in the United States. So we're a very small representation of a relatively small subspecialty. And on top of that, with COVID happening and dramatically modifying the way residencies are doing their interview season, it'd be very interesting to see if we can use this type of analysis into the next step of the way interviews are going to be done in medicine. There's a wonder that programs may create this hybrid theory where they don't need to meet every applicant in person. You know, will some places have this virtual predominant interview session, but also have in-person and how would that affect things? I would anticipate that's going to be the exception and not the rule. Many people strongly believe that an in-person interview provides so much more insight into an applicant as well as provide the applicant a better idea of impression of a program. And I would think that people that interview in-person will likely look better because they mean that their time is more valued for the actual in-person interview as opposed to the, you know, five hours or six hours it would take to do a half day of virtual interview dates. So I think looking into some way of incorporating how, you know, the whole interview culture has been shaken by COVID and seeing how that may affect this type of temporal relationship would be pretty interesting. But this type of study to design to look into that is something that we really haven't figured out. I will look forward to figuring that out as I look forward to hearing how things evolve and work out for you. But uh, for, for now, thanks for sharing these insights and for sharing the paper with us. Those listening who want more details and are looking for the paper that we've been discussing, it's entitled, You Never Forget Your First, Impact of Interview Timing on Institutional Rank Order. The first author is Brian Hanrahan, and you'll find it in the July 2021 issue of Medical Education. Again, thank you very much, Kevin, for having me. It was a pleasure.